Hi everybody, turn in your Bible today to Acts the 11th chapter and we are going to continue our study now. We left off yesterday as you remember with Peter being uh, somewhat um, um, questioned, interrogated maybe would be a better word, in Jerusalem because he had gone into the home of Cornelius the centurion, the Gentile. And uh, the believers, albeit they were Christian, but they had not grasped the revelation of the Great Commission. They had not grasped the, uh, the breadth, if you will, of the gospel, which was extended to all men. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And of course, when that filtered through Jewish ears, they just assumed that that meant all Jewish people, not all people. So here we are now. Uh, he had explained to them what happened. He told them about the vision. He told them about, you know, being led by the Spirit over to the home of Cornelius and how the Holy Spirit fell, obviously validating their salvation. And, uh, and eventually the Jews there in Jerusalem uh, rejoiced because the Gentiles had been granted repentance to life. And uh, that took us through verse 18. So today we're going to pick up in verse 19. And it says, Now those who were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, preaching the word to no one but the Jews only. Now remember, here we are in chapter 11, but it just uh, prefaced uh, an event that happened over in, uh, in Acts chapter 8. Okay, uh, let me just... Just for refresher's sake, now let me just hit this. It says that um, they killed Stephen in chapter 7, the latter part of chapter 7. And verse 1 of chapter 8 says, Now Saul was consenting to his death, and at that time a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the region of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. The apostles remained in, in Jerusalem, but everybody else, uh, you know, uh, left. And it says Paul made havoc uh, of the church. Okay, so now, then we have, you know, uh, Philip going down to Samaria. Then we have, and uh, in, in, that was chapter 8. And then chapter 9, we have uh, Saul being converted on the road to Damascus. And then we have chapter 10, uh, the latter half of chapter 9, Peter comes into the picture. Then we have chapter 10, where Peter goes to the home of Cornelius, and here we are in chapter 11. So now we're sort of going back now to a previous event in this part of chapter 11. So it's now hearkening back to the persecution, and they were all scattered and went into the areas of Judea and Samaria. And they were preaching only to the Jews because they, they didn't know what had happened with Peter. There was no internet in those days. There were no cell phones. They didn't realize that the Holy Spirit had spoken to him. And so they're just going along uh, with what they, they knew to do. And in verse uh, 20 it says, But some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenist, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Now the Hellenists were Greeks, and now they're starting to get saved. Uh, but they were uh, probably Jews, and, and, and of course I think that uh, a, 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 just a, a cursory scholarly look at this would say that these guys are, are Jews, but they are Greeks, and now they are saved. And uh, so again, they're staying with their... their uh, 
prototype here. They're staying with their, with their formula of only speaking to the Jews. But God is opening up, even to them, in their limited knowledge, opening up the doors of grace. Now understand this. Not everybody's going to be where you are. But that doesn't mean that we need to criticize. People tend to walk in the light that they have. And what you'll find is God blesses them where they are. Sometimes we get into the habit of, of um, judging people or criticizing people because they're not like us. They don't approach things the way we do. We obviously think our way is the best. That's why we do it the way we do it. But it doesn't mean that God doesn't bless other ways of doing things. Uh, even if it's not his best, he's blessing people because it's his goodness that gets us to repentance. And remember, repentance is not confessing one's sin. It is changing the way we think. So we can uh, walk in repentance in every particular area of life. And the way we get to that place is to enjoy the goodness of God. And as we enjoy his goodness, we get more revelation, more understanding, and a more desire to do things his way. Uh, our relationship, you might say, grows closer, uh, and that causes us to be more like Him. And so here they are just preaching to the Jews only, but God's blessing that. He's not, he's not holding back uh, the blessing and, and the increase and the salvations because they only were preaching to the Jews, and now He wants them to preach to the Gentiles. He's not doing that. He's blessing their effort because they're doing it out of love of Jesus Christ. So now... Verse 22 says, Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. Now, obviously, Barnabas is one of, uh, he's obviously not one of the twelve, but he was one of those guys that was very close to the apostles. He worked alongside them. He was a leader in the church in Jerusalem. While most people scattered around the, the area when the persecution came, he stayed there, and he was uh, working alongside those that did. Verse 23 says, when he, had came, when he came, he had seen the grace of God, and he was glad, and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. For he was a good man. Now listen what it says about him now. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. And then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. Now remember this little, this little caveat here in this chapter goes back to chapter number uh, eight, when the persecution came following Stephen's death, and remember it said that the man Saul consented to that death, and then as the scattering happened, the persecution pushed out the people, then he began to make havoc of the church. And so this is on Barnabas's heart, and of course by now they've heard that he's probably been converted, so now he's looking for him. He's going to, to try to bring him into the fold. Um, as we saw uh, Saul last, he was uh, running for his life. He had escaped the city of, of uh, Damascus, and now he's out there, uh, you know, we'll find later, being, uh, being instructed by the Holy Spirit and so forth, but Barnabas is seeking for him. I want to point you out to something here, though, very interesting in verse 24. The, uh, the description of Barnabas I find engaging, and this is why, because if we go back to uh, chapter number 6, um, when the disciples were sort of at a conundrum and they didn't have enough time to take care of everybody um, and they didn't have enough uh, you know, hours in the day to do everything that they needed to do, they put out a plea to their leaders and this is what it was in chapter 6 verse 3. It says, Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, 
whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Now, this is interesting to me because these are the people that became great leaders of the church and they started out as servants of the people. But the requirement even to serve the people was to be of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. And over here it says that Barnabas in verse 24 was a good man, full of the Holy... So a good man means he had a good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. Well, the Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. So that means he was a man of wisdom because he was wise enough to have faith in God and a great many people were added to the Lord. Listen, if we would just walk as a man of a good or a woman of a good reputation, that, that means that we're not rude and, and uh, hostile to unsaved people, but that we are loving and encouraging and admonishing to them that we are full of the Holy Spirit and faith, that through our lives we will cause many to turn to the Lord. And this is exciting to me because God uses people. He doesn't use preachers. He uses people. And, and preachers happen to be people, obviously, but that's not. He's looking for people who are willing. And the more we are full of the Holy Spirit, the more we are full of faith in His Word, the more that we have a good reputation amongst the people we're trying to reach, the more people we will reach and the more people that will turn to Jesus. So in your life today, just understand this, that God has deposited in you the treasures of the kingdom. And all you have to do is look for people to give them away to. And as you do, as you love your world to life today, you're going to turn a great many to the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, listen, thank you for your time today, friends. That's all we have today. We'll finish up this chapter tomorrow as we continue on in our study in the book of Acts. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow right here on the podcast.